Hello you guys and thanks for coming back. My name is Ashley Easton and I am the owner and founder of Stuff'em Naturals, a protein snack company that makes freshly made protein snacks like protein cookies, protein brownies, protein truffles, protein baking mixes, and so much more to come. All, it is shipped, all of it, all of it, every single little piece is shipped right to your front door, wherever you live. So, Thank you so much for checking in with us. I hope that you enjoy this episode and that you find it enriching and you can learn something from it. You can take it with you. Uh, please share with friends if you enjoy this podcast. This is a business entrepreneurial podcast. I wanted to create something that is really, really, really from me. And it's something that I'm saying to you guys directly and that you can take with you wherever you are. So thanks so much for your support. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Stuff from Chronicles, episode two. I'm actually doing this the night after episode one. I'm doing my best to keep everything going very consistently so you guys can listen in almost every day on some new episodes. And as soon as I can get, basically, the first portion of the way Stuff from launched and started uh, the first time, I will start having different segments that you guys can listen to on entrepreneurship, starting a business, what's going on behind the scenes with Stuffem now, and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to continue on from the last episode, which is the first one, and that was me talking about how I started Stuffem, why, and I just want to briefly go through a I think an important part of the business that I touched on briefly last night. So two briefly's makes it pretty serious, huh? <laughs> so while I was going through this problem with this business in 2014, it was September 2014. And when this business came to me, it was a woman who owned it. And she had not exactly reached out politely she had basically it felt like her minions like her little followers come after my my page and just be as mean and evil as possible is the best way i could describe it now to be honest i don't remember this company's name i don't remember what name she went under for her company i i don't i, I i've tried to remember so that i could see i don't even think she's open anymore actually but that is besides the point and I would never ever wish anything bad on anyone no matter if they're rude mean unethical doesn't matter it's there's just no point but I touched base on this last night because I think it's an important <laughs> it basically set up an important lesson for me as a business owner and really taking my business seriously and realizing that people could get threatened by what I was doing because they're just afraid. And that's all that it is, is that it's someone else who's somehow afraid that you're going to steal their thunder, steal their business. But I truly believe that if you are behind your business and if you are confident in your business, then there's nothing for you to worry about. So I was, you know, newer than than this woman's company and I was creating a product that had the same name but was not the same thing and I had realized you know once I had seen all this bullying happening and all of this stuff coming on my page and these people 
writing comments underneath my pictures and they would be pictures of me just smiling, you know, just being me and me sharing products. And there were people telling me to shut down, you know, close down. I don't deserve it and all this other stuff. And, you know, she was sending people to my page. So when this stuff was happening, you know, I remember it. And that's what's funny is that your brain decides what's important. Like scientifically speaking, your, ba your brain will decide what information is important for you re to retain and whether that is for emotional, mental, like, you know, even if it's educational, your brain will remember certain things that you will need in the future. And for some reason, my brain does not remember her name <laughs> or her business name or any of these other people's names, but I remember how I felt and I remember what happened because it reminded me to be careful. It reminded me to watch out for my business and it reminded me to, hmm, to not be so naive, I guess, is the best way I could explain it. Growing up, I had always been someone who I took what someone said to heart. I believed it. I, you know, my, I remember my brother and my sister always picking on me, like, like siblings do. But I remember them always picking on me because I was easy to fool. <laughs> I would believe what they would have to say. And even though in my heart I believe that's just because, you know, I'm a kind person. I believe that. You know, I have a good heart. I've got good intentions. I want people to succeed and grow and do well. And I just want, you know, as a kid, you want to love and be loved, right? So, of course, siblings being siblings, they'd be like, we could fool Ashley. Like, we could say something and we could trick her. So, I was very naive. You know, they could tell me the sky was purple and I would probably believe them for a brief second <laughs> until logic would kick in and I would be like, yes. So, um, I don't know why I believed that in the first place. So it would, you know, it, it, it had become something that later on I had met with obstacles and adversity. So this situation led me to have to learn very, very quickly that people are not always going to be nice. They're not going to be great. They're not going to be supportive, especially if they feel threatened. And I had done nothing to threaten this person, of course. I was just living my own way. I had, share a pro I had shared a product with someone that she knew and she did not like that. So there might be a time in your life where this might happen. I don't know. It doesn't even have to be in a business. It could be in, in, you know, in something else. And you will find that you'll trigger someone in some way. And the best thing that you can do is just be graceful, be nice. And I handled myself very well because I knew that me just being just as rude wasn't going to solve the problem because that's not actually what I wanted to do. Of course you want to defend yourself. So I defended myself respectfully and it was because of that. And it was because of the way that this woman was, uh, Is that a video? it was because of the way that this woman, Jim Bob just walked in by the way, you guys, <laughs> he's like, are you doing a video? I'm like, no. Um, so it was because of the way that this woman handled herself in the situation that her customers could see it like they could physically read the words that she was saying and see how I was reacting and they ended up a lot of them ended up unfollowing her and coming to my small page and they were like you know what we want to give your products a try we want to we want to give this a whirl because you know your ingredients are great hers were well I have to be honest I was not impressed when I found out what she was using for using for her products and they were just prepared boxes or candy or 
cookies that she was just putting as toppings for people. No matter how you market it as a cheat meal, as a cheat whatever, especially to bodybuilders, especially for people who are looking for their cheat meal and they're at that point where they'd been dieting so hard. So all they want to do is cheat and not feel so bad. Uh, I felt like that was just such a, you know, just such a, mm, not a good way to go about it. So I stuck to my guns. I was very honest about how I was running my business and what I believed in with the quality that I was providing for people. And in the long run, it did bless me. So after that situation finally died down and this woman ended up having to apologize because she kind of made herself look a little silly, I guess, right? I moved forward. I remember feeling like, I called it, I think, stuff them strong is what I called it. I remember posting a picture of myself saying, hey, you know what? Thank you to everyone who's following me, who saw what happened and stuck by and was just really kind to me. Um, I'm stuff them strong. And I just, I remember that picture I took too. I remember I was going out that, that night and uh, I was going out to try to, I was going out, I think, with my, with my uh, friend and my ex-husband. And it was just because, it, you know, it had been a rough week. So moving forward, I saw an increase in, our, in, in my business. And we we're small. Now, along with that came, well, as you have more business and you have just an inch more growth, you're going to have more responsibility. And that is what happens. You're going to have more responsibility. And it's going to mean that you're going to have to be better. You're going to have to improve, make adjustments, make changes. And as, as someone dealing with food and dealing with all of these different things, not, and, and customer service, because that's a huge part of your business, if not the biggest, is customer service. Forget about the product. I mean, let's just be honest. If there's a product out there, which there are, that are subpar, but they have great customer service, that, cus that company is probably going to succeed because people are going to overlook the fact that the product may not be the best or have the best ingredients, but they got really, really well taken care of. So for me, my, you know, my business plan is to have an amazing product and really amazing customer service, as good as I can have. You know, there's going to be times where um, the customer may not be happy because something happens on their end where, for instance, if we're not given the right shipping address or, or something like that, which has happened. So I, you know, unfortunately, if we're not given the right shipping address and we send out the product and it gets delivered, we can't reship it. That's just my policy. Why? Because I'm a small business and we cannot keep dipping back in and refilling orders. And that means that, and that means that we completely lost money because the customer did not double check their shipping information before the order was submitted. Now we of course do our best to try to send a discount, send some type of credit to help, but that is a case where, you know, if a customer is not satisfied or happy, you know, I hate that, but I have to be able to protect my business and make sure we stay open. And that's just the bottom line is you can't all, you also cannot let yourself get taken advantage of. So there is a fine line between having amazing customer service and making sure that you're not getting taken advantage of because people will try to find a way to get tons of free stuff, to say something happened that didn't. So that's future stuff I'll talk about more. But at this time, as I was such a young brand, so, so tiny, I was still putting my little protein cookie dough, which like I said is now called our Fitz bread. Uh, I was putting it in these deli tubs, but they were super, super thin. They're a different tub than when we put our protein cookie dough in now. So it's very different. And my uh, shipping was 
interesting. And I have to say that that was the biggest part. And that is the biggest thing that has always been a challenge for us as because we want to deliver fresh product to people. So over the next four or five months, especially during the holidays, I saw that we had a lot of new customers and it was really because of that nasty situation. Okay. It was because of something that was ugly and nasty and hurtful, but it turned into something that could have potentially, you know, it was helping my business. Because what do they say? What is it? Any type of publicity is good publicity, you know? And unfortunately, I was on the tail end of that one, but I knew that I didn't do anything wrong, and I just had to wait it out. I just had to stick to my guns and stay true to, my, stay true to myself and just keep doing what I was doing. So by the following winter, uh, not the following winter, excuse me, by the winter of 2015, right? Yeah, that's right. I've got to think about that. Oh my gosh. So January, February, you know, after those people that were getting orders over the holidays, they ended up becoming return customers, you know, January, February, and then March and April, we saw a huge amount of growth. So this is a part that I'm just going to briefly run through because I just want to tell you guys that there have been so many people in my life who have come and gone, who have said they wanted to help and be a part of helping me grow the business or just be helpful. And of course I paid them and I'd be like, thank you so much. You know, they would just say they were going to be a good friend. And let me tell you something. There were not, they up and bounced. There are people in your life who see you growing. Like I could physically see these people looking at the amount of orders I had and they were just someone who was just like, hey, I'll just help you ship, right? I'll help you package up because I was still making all the product by myself in this commercial kitchen. And I would even drive them there. I'd be like, hey, I'll pick you up. I know it's like a 40-minute drive, so you don't have to pay for gas. And I was so, so thankful. And then next minute, you know, within a couple weeks to a few weeks, I would just not hear from them. And it was on two separate occasions that this happened with two different women. And um, I never really got closure on it. And, you know, sometimes you're not supposed to get closure. That's life. You don't need to get closure from every single breakup you have, even a friendship. It's just sometimes not necessary. But that was something that I learned very quickly. I was like, you know, I have to be very careful with who I share my secrets with, you know, who I share my dreams with. And that's the same for you. If you're out there, just, man, if you're out there, just spreading everything. And I'm spreading this kind of stuff. I'm doing this podcast because I feel called to. I feel called to to talk and hopefully have a few people listen just to really hear my true story, just to really hear how this all happened, what I've gone through. Because a lot of people will just look outside of a business and they'll be like, oh, well, they didn't have to deal with anything. It just grew. That is not true at all. Every single business, no matter if they're good people, you know, people who are just kind of greedy and they're just in it for the money, it doesn't matter. It all takes a lot of work. And there are people like that, by the way, who are just going to be in it for the money. They're going to make a product that is subpar, but they can make a lot of money off of. And I'm in that realm where I'm not doing this for the money. Like, I, of course, believe and hope and pray that there'll be a great payout for me in the future where I'll be like, cool, this is amazing. You know, I've really built something and I can stand on it and it's awesome. But for me, it's more important to build a brand that people can connect with and become a part of than just a subpar product that gets thrown around and has only two-star reviews. But people just keep rebuying because they don't think there's anything better. I just, I don't like that. I would rather, I, I, I'm basically just having to wait longer. That's it. Because that's how the world is. That is how the world is, you know, a lot of the times. The good stuff gets overlooked 
while the other stuff is just eaten up quickly. So longevity for me means that I'm going to have to work harder for longer. And it's also meaning working smarter. So after that instance where these people, I could like not find help and I needed it at that time, I ended up going for high schoolers. Where for me, I, I hired too many people at once. I was inexperienced in the hiring process. And then it got to a point where when you have too many people working for you, and this might hit some of you, or you guys might work in an office or for a small business or something else, and you're in the same boat where you're like, yeah, I get it. Like, we don't need many people, and we do really well. That's great, and that's because that's the secret. <laughs> the secret is not having 10 people underneath you running a small business and you just looking good because you're the CEO of the brand. That's not it. And for me, that was never the point, but I was so overwhelmed and stressed out even back then because we had become about a year old. And I was getting a lot of interest from from people maybe wanting to do distribution and all this other stuff. I had personal stuff happening with my marriage and it was just kind of blowing up in flames, to be honest. Like, I was just sad. You know, I knew that there was something wrong and I didn't know how to fix it. So I poured myself into my business and into my kid, was still, uh, you know, doing the business full time. And then so I would be at home. I would take Abby to daycare and then I would be home working on, you know, social media stuff. And then I would go to the commercial kitchen to fill the orders, then have to come back and pick up Abby from school. And then, you know, every day do the same thing. Or I'd have to wait all day long to to go to the commercial kitchen. And I wouldn't go until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I wouldn't get home until 1030 at night. And that's how I lived my life back then because I was so hell-bent on doing it. And then I also had to fit my schedule around a bunch of, of high school students, you know. But I realized that I had hired too many people at once. I think I had four people working for me. And it was right during a time of year where I was like, okay, there's some growth. That means we're going to keep growing. Let me also tell you that things get seasonal too with retail, even online retail. So it was right before the summer where it's going to dip a little bit. And I was just completely unaware so I had overinvested in a sense where I was paying too many people to help me. I didn't need that much help. You know, when it gets to be a point where you have someone standing around and they're not doing anything, that means that you have overhired. FYI. Take that. Jot it down. Don't forget it. There you go. Um, and I'm telling you from experience, you will look at your bank account at the end of the month and you will be like, what happened? Where's all of my money? And then you're going to realize it went to you paying high school students, which of course, you know, you have to pay them for the work, but you realized, hey, you know what? I don't need that many people. And it will. Maybe for a moment, it's going to hurt your ego because when you're young and you're doing this, you you know, you're slightly building an ego because you're like, wow, we're growing. People are liking my stuff. But guess what? Other stuff is going to start crumbling underneath you. It's just going to happen. You need to be able to know when you need help and when you do not need help. When you need to grow and add that extra person and when you just need to pull yourself together and do the work yourself. Okay? That's what I'm going to say. So while this was happening, and this was the spring and summer of 2015, my ex-husband walked out on me in the summer of 2015. So I'm not going to delve too much into that in a personal basis. It's just, this is just not going to be a place where I'm going to get too, de too detailed in that, maybe one day in a book, who knows. But um, he had walked out on Abby and I, and I was devastated completely. So I had made 
the decision to take some time off and I basically just like left my business to my younger sister and another worker because it was we, because we were already in a slower season and that was a mistake I made too even though I was devastated I had fallen apart I was heartbroken I didn't want my marriage to end all of those things I also um, didn't take into account to what can happen <laughs> obviously when you leave your business to people that are not the owner they're not going to be as an invested. It doesn't even, it doesn't matter. They're going to do their best, but if something happens, it's going to ultimately fall on you. So when I came back, uh, it was, you know, like I said, it was, well, it happened in January when he left and in August I left for two weeks. Um, and I was left broke. I was left with nothing. You know, I was just the one I was an entrepreneur. I was trying to build a brand. I wasn't making any money. I was investing in the business. So when my ex left, he, I think I had like a thousand dollars for my daughter and I, to be honest with you. And the divorce was very, very hard. It was a very hard and long process. And then I also decided to put myself in a situation where I was going to date somebody because by the way, don't do that. All right. Just gonna, I'm going to be honest. You guys know this by now. Like Honest Ashley, when you go through a heartbreak like that, or even if you're dating, give yourself some space, okay? Give yourself some space to heal because people, someone's going to attach themselves to you. That's going to be a leech. Even a man will do that, and a woman will do that to a man. It doesn't matter. It, it happens. So while I'm devastated and then I'm in a relationship that I shouldn't be in, okay, and um Life is just kind of falling apart. Social media had changed drastically. The algorithm, I mean, we all demonize it, but let me be honest with you. That little guy, man, that computer system thingy, like that algorithm, I I could really just do without it. I wish that they just would have not done what they've done <laughs> like, because it really has made it that much harder for businesses to grow. They have. And I, I can't say if the consumer's happy. They can say, hey, we've made it to where the consumer's seeing what they want. It's learning. It's a learning algorithm, but I lost half of my followers, you know, or half of them didn't see anything anymore. And so everyone else felt the same way. So when, like with that happening and me being an emotional train wreck, I couldn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my customers because, you know, guess what? Customers don't care for the most part, maybe a few that they, that they see who you are, but that's not the place to be talking about your personal business, Right. So the divorce took almost a year, and within that time period, I had seen just stuff them become a shell of itself, and it broke my heart because I wanted to keep doing new things, and also during this time, something really, something had happened in the fall of 2015, and excuse me, it was actually, I think it was January 2016, but... uh 2015, I had launched a new product, which we still have now, and it sells great, and I'm really happy, but when I launched this new product, I knew that a large company was following me, and I really looked up to them, and I'm not going to say the company, so don't sit and ask. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but this large company I had looked up to, I thought they were awesome, and I felt honored that they were following a small company like mine, and it turned out that about three months later, not even, they released the same exact product that I made. And I, was, I had the on, that only kind of product on the market. Um, and I remember getting notified by, by someone I was working with, with Stuff'em. They were, 
you know, a part of the stuff and team at the time. And, you know, they're, they're really great. You know, they're really a great person. He's doing great. You know, every then that's amazing. But he had reached out to me and basically was like, Ash, do you see what, like what this is? And he had tagged me on that company's page. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that was my first, that was my first instance of seeing a company like steal a product from a small business. I know that other companies do that as well in, in different industries. Uh, but it had happened to me and I was like, wow, okay, so this is how it's going to be. So I may even threaten larger companies, which let me tell you guys, like that is, man, what is it? Imitation is the best form of flattery. So if that ever happens, if you ever feel like that, just like, you know, pat yourself on the back and be like, okay, God, I got this. I'm going to do my own thing. They can make something like it, but they're not going to make it like me. And that's what I've stuck to because even though I did end up shutting down stuff, um, a few months later. I just could not keep up with it. And it came to the point where we just were not making enough sales where I could stay operational. And a lot of that did fall on me. I just could not figure out the social media part. I, 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 I don't know why. I, I think, like I said, it was me. I was with this person that was sucking my life dry. Sucking my life dry. And if I could honestly write a book about this person and call it Don't Date Him. <laughs> like... Don't date someone like this. Like these are the flags. These are the red flags that you should run away and just just never look back. But it was because I had allowed someone into my life that I shouldn't have. You know, I have to take personal responsibility for that. But in the same token, I was I also wanted to respect stuff him enough that I knew I couldn't give it what I needed. And then during the divorce, I was afraid that I could lose stuff him. Like if I were to liquidate it or um let the option out that I would maybe sell it or something that I would lose a portion of it. So uh, I decided to shut down and I, I always had this dream in my head that I was like, you know, I'm going to bring stuff in back. Like I'm going to do it somehow. I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I was heartbroken. I think, you know, as much as my divorce took a part of me away for a long time, losing stuff, um, I felt like a part of me was missing for a long time. And that is a different kind of pain when um, you lose yourself and you don't know who you are. You don't know what you're supposed to do. I was a personal trainer. I had, I had run other businesses. I had loved it. I was passionate about it. And I felt like a complete, utter failure. I felt like I failed all of my customers because I didn't. I couldn't even explain what happened. I couldn't say, hey, guys, like, I've been going through a divorce this whole time, and I just can't keep up with this. Like, you have to realize that, like, I wasn't making anything. It was still, like, you know, startup companies, when you're a young company, you still have to reinvest everything, you know? You don't just say, okay, I've made this, and now I can take this piece of it. No, you're going to end up having to take that from your personal account to put it back in your business account again. Like, you just can't do that. So... Fast forward, you know, two years almost, and I had uh, that person that was in my life that was draining me dry, you know, was gone. I was trying to find myself and basically felt like I was just working like odd jobs. I was a certified personal trainer. I decided I still wanted to be a business owner. I just didn't know what I was going to do. And through all of that, all of the issues that I went through. And, you know, I'm not getting more detailed in this other stuff because, 
you know, the stuff where you get your idea stolen from you and you know it. Like you have that feeling in your gut that that company just took it and, and they did. Um, it just, it almost gave me that sense where I was like, you know, I'm doing something right here. Like that's how you know. And that's what I want to say is that through all those, through, through that first season of stuff, um, I'll call it. I learned a lot because now I can look back and I can see why it happened. And a lot of it was because God was preparing me for bigger things. Even if it was painful, you know, some of that pain came from my own doing. It came from me making the wrong decisions. It came from me. It came from me not listening to my gut. It came from me not listening to God giving me signs about, hey, don't be with this person. You shouldn't do it. Walk away. You know, and it's because you get desperate because you just want to have somebody again. And I would encourage you to to listen to your heart and your soul and also be smart as well. Because sometimes your emotions are going to lie to you, okay? Like you cannot live your life by your emotions. In this current state right now, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm dealing with a lot of back issues. But I know that I'm going to be healed. I know it'll happen. I know it'll happen eventually. But right now I have to figure out that this is happening for a reason and I'm being intentional. And that's what this has been about is I'm being intentional and I'm intentionally telling you guys my setbacks and even, you know, you might consider them failures. I don't consider it a failure. That was my first season with Stuffem to where when I came back, I've come back even stronger. Now I'm not saying everything's gone perfectly. It hasn't, but I do it better now. I do it way better. And I also learned how to listen to my heart and my gut better and my instincts and to know when people need to be in my life and when they need to be out of my life. And that's another thing that I'm going to talk about with you guys a lot is, you know, listen to your gut when you're having conversations with people, when people are around you, pay attention to how you feel around them. Pay attention to if they're lifting you up or if they're subliminally like kind of tearing you down, making you feel like you're not good enough because there will be people like that and it does not make them horrible people all the time, by the way, or bad people. But it's sometimes people who just feel threatened by you. And it's because they're not in their right place yet. They haven't healed. They haven't healed from their own wounds. And we're all damaged. That happens. We all get damaged. We all have issues. But I have, you know, I've only been transformed because of my faith. And I know that. And having good people in my life has made it the process easier to move forward and to also not hold on to the past. So when I talk about the past with you guys, when I talk about things and, you know, it's not because I, I don't even feel pain about it, to be honest. I don't have a feeling towards it. I just remember what it felt like. And it was because they were, it was like engraved into my DNA to know like, Hey, you need to be smarter. You need to be more intelligent when it comes to these business deals. And you need to be more intelligent when you're meeting people or if you're going to date or if you're going to get married. You need to know the type of person you need. And that's the truth. So I want you guys to be intentional with your purpose. And if you haven't figured out your purpose, be intentional on finding out what your purpose is. Live your life intentionally. I'm going to keep saying that. And I keep saying it because me thinking like that, that even like I'm sitting here in pain, I know that I have to touch base with you guys. I know that I need to do this. I know that I need to say these words and hopefully it'll help somebody to know that, hey, Ashley's had a hard past. Like things have happened and she still bounced back. And that's the truth. But my testimony is, is that God brought me back from that because 
Let me tell you, I could wallow in self-pity. I could think about the past. I could hold on to it and be like, hey, why hasn't it been fair? Why haven't I got my big, 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 big break yet? And it's because it's not my time yet. Just because someone got their big break at 23 on Instagram or on YouTube and you didn't, that doesn't make you worse. That They just have a different story. They just have a different story than you do. And you don't know what they've, what they've went through. And you don't know what's going to happen to them. And when you get your blessings, you need to make sure you can take care of them. And that's the big thing is that I want to be able to know that when I get my big blessings and as I continue to be blessed, that I'm going to take care of my blessings. So I hope you find this segment, this episode, encouraging in some way. And you guys will know and see that the impossible becomes possible when you put your faith in the right things. And when you continue to work at it and not give up, things slowly start to get easier. Things that were challenging to you before will become a piece of cake. But that means as you grow, you're going to be met with more challenges. So prepare yourself mentally. Be strong. Stay focused. And I thank you so, so much for listening. I love you guys very much. I appreciate your support. If you're a Stuff and Follower, you're awesome. Thank you. I hope that you go download our app. You can shop our products. You can shop our store. Uh, I hope that you take these words and you can infuse them into your life somehow. I'll be back with episode three very, very soon. Bye, guys.